everybody, welcome back. This is Inside Fitness Radio presents Total Fitness Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Matthew. I'm Walter. Today we are talking about homophobia in the fitness industry or in the fitness space in general. Uh, we are recording this podcast on a day where Florida just happened to pass a law, which basically doesn't want anything to do with this. So uh, I'll look into it. If you, if you don't know what's going on, you're living under a rock, but uh, yeah. I, I think Kate McKinnon did it best on Saturday Night Live on Saturday when she, she said it's so great because, you know, in the 90s, everything was gay. That's so gay. Oh, how gay are you? And all that. And they said, and Florida's now got a law that says don't say gay. Isn't that wonderful? Nobody's going to bully any kids anymore. And it was explained to her what the law was about, that you could no longer use the word. Mm-hmm. You can't say bi, you can't say trans. And how that then effectively makes invisible a whole group of people. Yeah. You can't talk about them, then they don't exist. Then it's easier to put them into uh, ghettos and then marginalize them more and more and more. So it is something that needs to be talked about. But I think we are talking about a gym situation. And, and you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll say that, you know, as, as a gay man, for the longest time, going to a gym was really intimidating because I felt, this is my feeling, this is not necessarily the reality, but I felt that everyone was always judging, looking at, am I enough of a man, since I'm gay, um, to be here? Uh, and I think that it, it does affect the, the, the fitness industry a lot. There are a whole lot of people out there who would love to get fitter, who don't feel right about going into a space. Mm-hmm. And that's something that needs to be worked on. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll interject here too, because I know we don't necessarily have to go in depth with this, but uh, even in the community, it's its own issue. Like, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I know we know that, but we, I want okay. you. So, yeah. I mean, in the community, yes. I mean, internalized homophobia is, is huge. Uh, but then there's there's also like body dysmorphia issues in the gay community that you know if, if I'm this then you should be that women you know um, huge amounts of of uh, internalized homophobia turning us against each other because we're all trying to prove that we're good enough. Mm-hmm. Are you big enough? Are you small enough? Are you straight acting enough? Yeah, all that sort of thing can be piled on to the problem. It's not just homophobia from from the straights either, although I've certainly experienced that in my life in the gym community. Such a funny Mm -hmm. word. Sorry, the straights. (laughs) Well, that's because we're bent. (laughs) Right? We are considered bent. We are not. Oh, is that it? (laughs) Seriously, it's a wonderful play uh, about uh, gays in the Holocaust called Bent. Uh, which deals with what happened back then. And my fear with this new law, with the laws like in the library law in Idaho that says that, you know, librarians can be sued for having the wrong books in the library. Those books are books about homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, what then does that do? How does that affect us? When can we be arrested? You know, and then I get images from The Handmaid's Tale of the three guys hanging on the edge hanging oh, their bodies are hanging yeah. they're no longer there um 
and they're like one was uh, an intellectual and two were gay. Yeah. That's why they were hanging there. When does it lead to that? And we, we go, well, it couldn't happen here, but it could. Well, I, yeah. And this is what I want you to kind of get into today is like, when have you experienced it? Like when's, so Walter and I met at a gym that was, it was known as in Toronto, the, uh, the gay village gym, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah. So, I mean, it was one of the, it was right at the edge of church street, which is, uh, mainly, uh, the main strip. The ghetto. The ghetto, the main strip. Yeah. <laughs> um for the uh, gay community and um so you did have a little bit of intermingling but it was mostly was hey, but this is interesting the manager would not allow we we decorated for christmas we decorated for st patrick's day we decorated for halloween but not for that's could right. not do pride decorations that's right yeah and it was yeah. funny too because you and there was one other trainer were the only two gay trainers there yeah in the village gym. out of like 12 yeah yeah out of yeah and that's it i mean again that like i'll talk at least because i've seen the i've never obviously experienced the homophobia i know it's existing and i've heard it from a few people before i had one client actually in that gym came in and he was like he did not want to be associated with that gym anymore when he found out it was the village gym yeah because he's like i did I can't be here. I can't let my friend, like he was a 50 something year old man who, you know, worked construction. If he, if his friends found out that he worked out around gay people, it would have been like his death is the way he talked about it. Then you better not ever go to any gym <laughs> ever. Sorry. Well, that's it. I was just like, how did you, it, it was, I knew because he came on to me, like he was with another trainer before and then he came and trained with me and we were training for like, I saw three months. And before he came to me, he was training with the other guy. He was training with Charles, actually, um, a, a friend of ours who was there for three months before I was. So he was there for a good six months. And I, somehow he didn't realize that this gym, and trust me, if you guys have gone into this gym, you would have seen it right away. If you had any sort of common sense, it was the village gym. And he well, was just like, when nothing he, else geographically, geographically, gym. what are your expectations? That's it. Right. You bought, I mean, also you walk in the front door and you're greeted by uh, one of the main staff there. Mm. <laughs> oh, I miss him. Um, but, uh, um, but yeah, that's, I couldn't believe it. Like when he was, he was saying this shit to me while we were on the gym floor around like 20 men who could clearly hear him. And I'm like, what is going on right now? How did a? How did you not like? You do realize this is the village ship, and B, are you actually that close-minded still? Like I know people are, but it's so it's so weird coming from like my generation, where I grew up, in the community I grew up in. I never really experienced it until I was put in a situation where I was surrounded by people all the time that were part of that community. I would walk down church street and there would be people like yelling profanities at people. And I like, it was, it was insane. And then, you know, hearing stories from some of my clients, hearing stories from friends, I just couldn't believe it, but like, it's huge there. Yeah. So my question to you, 
subjective yes. it just i guess anecdotally or you know what you have experienced specifically how bad has it gotten and is it still as big as an issue as it was or do you feel it's a little bit more hidden now i mean, I mean i'm old right so uh i mean i remember being chased down the street and having guys wanting to attack me when i was like 18 19 years old i ran past two cops and they didn't move they yeah. did nothing i've had friends get wake up to someone having broken into their house stabbing them jesus because they're gay and they made it through it. They lived through it. But I mean, what a thing to carry around with you, this image of waking up to a knife coming down. And I mean, you got it like here in the shoulder. Um, I think things have gotten wonderful. We have rights and privileges here in, in Canada, at least, you know, and, and now that, that conversion therapy is gone for now, that's a great thing. Mm -hmm things are changing or have changed. The problem is the pendulum always has to swing in the other direction again. And what we're seeing with some of these Republican laws, voted for by a lot of Democrats too, and I'm not going to say that it's not bipartisan. Um, we're seeing a swing away, away from those freedoms and rights. We're not asking for more freedom. We're just asking for freedom. You know, Is it wrong for a Black person to not want to be worried about walking down the street? Mm -hmm. to not have to think about lynching it's no different for us these are human rights it's yeah and and i will i will come on record and say that it is still an issue because as a straight person walking again i would always walk down church to get to my house it was the quickest way yeah it happens it's still like it was 2018 2019 whatever it, it was still going on yeah and now the thing is i think with these laws and with the vocal I will still call them the minority because I do truly believe that most people in this day and age are not against it, but the vocal minority is allowing more people part of that, you know, eh, I'm not really comfortable with it to come forward yeah. and basically like come out here and say, but I mean, it's partially human nature, right? I mean, I, okay. So I live around the corner from a, women's shelter for women who are emotionally uh, and mentally suffering. It bothers me, the mess and the noise and the walking down the street and having this interfering by these, these women in my neighborhood. So I am partially uh, guilty of the concept of, well, not in my neighborhood, right? put them someplace else. And I'm an alcoholic who goes to, to uh, addiction centers and, and talks to people. And I've been in those places. I've been like those women. Mm -hmm. And yet, not in my neighborhood. So if I'm that way, who isn't, to some extent, going to be that way about a group, yeah. a marginalized group? Which one? Doesn't matter. Because if it's a marginalized group, they deserve to be heard. You know, why is it International Women's Day came up today? We've talked about it. You know, when is International Men's Day? They don't need it. We have every other day of the year. Every day is International <laughs> Men's Day because of a mistake in chromosomes. We get all the rights and privileges. 
you know? Uh, and the same thing, I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, same thing with gay. I am gay because of chromosomes. I am not gay because I was given a choice and I went, oh, I'll have the chocolate cake, not the vanilla. You know? To be fair, chocolate cake's better. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, the thing is, a preference is still something you're born with. It's not something that you went, oh, uh, 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 I will 51% yeah. on this side instead of the other. You know, although now with, with, you know, gender fluidity and everything, there are, I guess, percentages to look at. Or maybe there shouldn't be. We shouldn't be looking at the percentages right. at all. We should just be going at, who is that human being? Who is that human well, that's, being? Well, that's always been something that I've tried to... Yeah. Strive. It's just like, I don't care who you are, what you are, as long as you're a decent person, you know, or are you trying to become a better version of yourself every day? Then you're good by my voice. That's it. Right. Cause I, we, we, no matter where you are within Canada, you still probably are better off than half the world. We were born to a certain privilege. If you're born as a man in Canada, you were born to a certain privilege. Is it probably better than somebody who had to come over as a refugee? hundred percent. Does that give you any more right to them to basically say, well, not in my neighborhood. No. And like, that's, that's the point. It's. Well, that's it too. I mean, we're, we're ultra privileged because we're also white. Yeah. Right. So let's take the layers down and take them down and all that. But I mean, I, it's funny, you know, I don't want to sound too woke because now woke is something that's bad, but it's too not something that's bad. Well, no, 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 no. To be woke. aware. Oh, well, this is it. Being aware is not bad. Being too woke is, in my opinion, it's yeah. really fucking annoying. Excuse my language. Um, oh my God. Uh, um, but that's it. I mean, when you, like, again, we've deviated obviously off the topic, but not really because it, it does matter. I mean, I, I've been in gyms where, and we, we want to do a topic on this and we want to get somebody on here and we, we're going to get a guest on here to be talking about this soon. Uh, the misogyny within the fitness industry. It's huge. We've been in the industry for a combined 20 ish plus years, whatever it's been, you know, I just got into the supplement business recently. It's huge. It is disgusting sometimes what goes on or what has gone on until stronger voices and influence have come out. Um, there's racism in the community. Some people on TikTok just got discovered because they were supporting a racist supplement brand and they turned out to be major racist and bullies and all like there is so much going on. And we will talk about these subjects. And it's not woke. We're not woke for saying, hey, Walter, you're gay. So we're going to talk about how gay you are. I guarantee. Well, here's I'm not gay enough to some people. <laughs> I'm too gay to some people. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Right. I guess I'll just be who I am. And I can guarantee that somebody will see the title of this video and they'll say, I don't want to listen to this topic because it's, I want to learn about fitness stuff. I want to learn about like, it's too woke. Yeah. Yeah. And we can only do so many shows about bench pressing. <laughs> only talking about dudes pecs for so. Well, that's okay. I'm just going to like slightly go off. Yeah. That's kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying like, Every guy I know growing up that was into ball, I'm like, I have a picture of Anthony Joshua, who is a six foot six boxer, 
who is just like Adonis on my wall here. And I'm like, what's the difference? (laughs) I grew up with a poster of Raquel Welch wearing a fur bikini on my my door or my (laughs) wall in my bedroom when I was young. So So there you go. So parents, if you're trying to figure out. I wanted to be Raquel Welch. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) You wanted to wear that fur bikini. That's it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's right an- in the closet behind me. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying. Like my my point is with with any of this, like from the outside looking in, from what I've seen, my friends go through, from coworkers go through, it is an issue, and it's not necessarily talked about enough because there's everybody's trying to one up each other in this game of, you know, I have a worse, I have a worse. What's this, right? And everybody has every, fitness is a safe spot for everybody, whether you're black, white, Asian, Indian, whatever race, creed, color, Any man, woman, on the, the gender, everything. If you're like even disability, that's why the body positivity movement is out. Like everything has a everybody has a place within fitness. And if you go into a gym and I mean you see it, you see big dudes, not so much like the guys who are really serious about it, you know, the guys who train arms all the time and that's it making fun of the skinny kid yeah, or the fat kid or, you know, the woman or, or people saying to the woman, Hey, why are you wearing those leggings? Like you don't have an ass or you sure you really want to wear that to the gym because you're a little overweight and shouldn't you be wearing like sweatpants and a big sweatshirt? Who gives a shit? Why do you get to say who gets to yeah, come who in this are space? you to judge what they should or shouldn't wear? Who are you to judge who should be in that gym in the first place? Yeah. I was looking today at a, at a piece and it was this very large man. He must be at least 380, close to 400 pounds. Trying to do sit-up leg lifts. I'm not sure what the move was actually, but he was on his back and he was trying to move and he said, I know my form's not great, but at this size, it's the best I can do. So it's at least I'm moving. Mm-hmm. Right. And I had to applaud him for that. He was moving. It was painful to watch, but I'm not going to stop him from doing it. He's going to keep going. He's going to get into the shape that he wants to get because he's going to persevere. That's what really counts. That's the measure of a man. It's not whether a man is, and by man, I mean of a person. Yeah. It's not whether you are whatever size, whatever intelligence, whatever sexuality, whatever, any of that. Are you someone who is going to set your, your eyes, and you said it earlier, on a little bit of improvement on a daily basis? How can I make myself better? How can I make the world better? How can I make life better? That's the measure of a human being. We should be trying to make things better, not spending our time trying to make others look worse so that we can feel better you know and ultimately the you know the the anti-gay sentiment is is fueled by fear of us because we're different because you're too fabulous yeah well you know, <laughs> we are uh <laughs> on a bad day i'm yeah. really human but i can be fabulous um yeah, and, and the same goes for color. The same goes for any of it. You know, we're we're afraid of what's different from us, 
And so we try to make it look bad. So we feel better about ourselves. Shouldn't we try to just make ourselves feel better by doing things? You know? if, you, if you have to excuse anything because of, well, this is how I was raised. This was my religion. This was that. This was, if, you're, if you have to explain yourself with an excuse, you need to work on yourself a little bit there because <clears throat> those aren't good alibis to hide behind. No. I talked about this yesterday on my Instagram. If you have like your alibis are your worst enemy. Yeah. And that just goes like, oh, I can't do this because I don't have enough time. But it, it translates into the exact same thing. Like, well, I don't want to work out around a gay guy because he's going to stare at my butt. Don't you do the same for women that walk by you? Oh, yeah. You're staring at her butt. But that's different because, you know. Well, because it's a man and a woman. It's I'm a dude. I, I can, I'm supposed to stare at a woman's butt. Yeah. You know? it's all ridiculous i mean to me the, the issue that came up most today though was i can't ignore the situation i can't put blinders on and go oh yeah it's all great it's all great it's all great isn't love life positive and wonderful i have to say yes this issue exists how am i going to react to it mm -hmm. i can react positively but i can't react complacently it's almost worse than reacting negatively in, yeah. in some ways. Because usually negativity, I mean, if you're in a decent enough headspace, that negativity can, you can pull yourself and manage to focus on what you can do better and get out of that spot. But if you just yeah. focus on that complacency, you're basically just saying, I'm okay with the way everything is right now and I'm not going to do anything to improve it. Just leave me my steel belted radios and my electric toaster. And you know what I'm saying? Leave yeah. things the way they are. Make sure I'm comfortable and everything's okay and I'll keep my mouth shut. Mm -hmm. I think we've got to stop keeping our mouths shut so much and address situations that are wrong. In As we are yeah. in that other part of the world right now. Yeah. And I mean, that's the other thing too. I mean, just because we're talking about this does not mean we're dis disregarding race or disregarding um, uh, gender, disregarding this or that. No, it's no. This is its own issue. We can focus on this. We can still focus on other things when we need the time to focus on. And yeah. th that's another thing. I mean, uh, when it comes to um, the fitness industry or just the everything in general, people are so willing to just say and disregard things because there's something bigger going on and you should all be focusing on this issue instead of that issue. There is a group of people. Was it you that told me this? In Toronto, they wake up in the summertime every morning at like 4.35 a.m. And they go clean up the dead birds that hit mm -hmm. the sky. Was it you told me that? Yeah. Yeah. So this is it. People have things they care about. And those guys, men and women, they, thems, who will go and clean up the dead birds from the skyscrapers because they don't want people seeing the death of the birds because it resonates so well with them or it resonates that like they don't want anybody else seeing that negativity first thing mm -hmm. in the morning. They will get up and do that as their like main job and yeah. then go to their actual job. It's the same as like saying, well, yeah, obviously you, a Ukrainian person is going to feel Ukraine situations so, so much more, but you can't disregard one person's issues to another's just because one is bigger than the other's. 
no. you have to accept. But I, I don't think either you, you can spend all your time going with the fashionable thing of the day. You know, I, I mean, as, as Don't Say Gay came out, I posted on my Instagram page a series of really beautiful art pieces about the silence of different human faces yeah. with, with the pride flag on them and stuff like that. Well, four days later, the same artist produces a series of faces that are all Ukrainian with the Ukrainian colors. Over mm -hmm. I can't post that because in three days there'll be another thing that I can post. And then I'll have to do a Black Lives Matter thing. And eventually my message is watered down because I'm just saying, well, this is fashionable now, this is fashionable now, this is fashionable now. That's exactly the problem though. I mean, Gen X, Gen, no, Gen Z, millennial, whatever, people my age group and older and younger yeah, um, kids. us kids. kids we are so much on that trend we have to follow the trends of what's going on because if we aren't we are horrible people it's like if you're not following what's going on in ukraine and posting about it every day you're a horrible person if you're not talking about black lives matter when it was a thing you're a horrible person and what's even better is like if you if you don't support it, you're against it kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And then there's also the other side, you supported it, but in the wrong way. We, we had that issue in the yeah. past. We had somebody, we tried supporting through donations. You're trying to collect donations for a cause. And somebody literally was like, you're just doing this to, you know, support yourselves. So you improve your brand. Why are you trying to use our cause to improve your brand? Yeah. And I was like, I, I had no response because I was shocked that, but again, this is the problem. I mean, you are, you are going to have people all the time that are that vocal minority that are just willing to tear you the F down because you are different and you have a different mindset or a different outlook on life or whatever it is. No two people are the same. You can have people halfway across the world that are doing, they drink water a different way and you teach them how to drink water your way and they don't want to because they enjoy it and you get mad at them because they don't want to drink water your way. That's basically okay, so. the basis of conflict. In Gulliver's travels, he goes to this place and it's an island. There's two countries on the island, one and two, but they're at war. They're at war because the king of this island says that when you're eating a hard boiled egg or a soft boiled egg, rather, you take off the small end of the egg and you start there. The king on the other side of the island says, no, no, no. When you're eating a soft-boiled egg, you take the large, rounder part of it and you cut that off and you eat it from there. So they're at war. Killing each other over something as stupid as that. You know? I, I mean, I, I don't want to say that, that other things are, are that dumb, perhaps, but it can boil down to that. It is, though. Or the classic Star Trek it, it, episode with the half black face half white yep. face yeah, yeah against the ones who had the opposite color yeah the side. black and the white and then the yeah black and, and the white yeah 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 you no know? yeah but that's that's 100 it i mean a man and a woman and people will use the argument it's biological to reproduce and okay well there's too many people on the planet anyway so screw you <laughs> um and then there's the the other argument where it's like well because I don't want my kids being influenced by that. Okay, well, what? 
like the logic is just stupid. You hear all these conflicts, and this logic is stupid. Well, I, I, the, the class, and, and again, back to Kate McKinnon and, and SNL, the classic argument she put on it was that, you know, so this kid can go to school and talk about life with mommy and daddy, but this kid is not allowed to, to go to school and talk about the two men who bought them as a child. Because then they have to explain, the teacher would have to explain what that all meant. You can't talk about love, you can't talk about gay. They're just two odd men who bought me. Yeah. Who I live with. How does that child feel? How's that child gonna be viewed by all the other children? You can't say that they're living in a loving home where they have two parents who love them and take care of them. <sighs> then you can raise a whole new generation of hatred. Well, that's what is going on. Yeah. I mean, it, the world is completely divided on every subject right now. We are literally split in half. It's like, if you yeah. say, like you, uh, I mean, I've, I've seen it on online where people will be like, oh, I'm more conservative or Republican views, but I, I support, which in reality is just, most people are centrist and they're like, well, I, I don't want to even be close to associated with Republicans. So I'm going to do everything to show that even though I support some of the views or something, I'm going to do the complete opposite to make sure that people don't hate me. And then the other side of the coin, well, I don't want to even look like I'm liberal. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, make sure I'm toughest SOB and, you know, guns and this and that. And like, yeah. it's crazy. Like, why are we so divided on stuff that really is not that big of an issue <laughs> but again like you when you have such belief z, believes like you are dealing with idiocy at points that's really all it comes down to. you can't reason with an idiot well, no, I mean, I would reach the point of the world where, you know, if you, if you don't believe what I believe, then you are wrong. And, and I just want to, and I just want to point out, this will be my last point. And hopefully okay. a few people got what I was saying there. If you're homophobic, you're a bit of an idiot. <laughs> now, is that fair? Is that kind? No, it's not. But You're a dick. Okay, you're a dick. <laughs> That's better. If I, I, here's the thing it's not my job to educate and it's not your job as a gay man to educate no. somebody on why you are gay and what what it means and this and that but it is our job to say it to leave them to leave them with a positive light just calling somebody an idiot is not going to do anything it's not our job to change them but at the same time we do want to help them understand what our viewpoint is and they may never change their mind and that's okay but I'm not going to go up to somebody and basically say, you're an idiot because you don't yeah. support A, B, or C. I will say, why don't you? Well, actually, that's not true at all. You can do this and that. And if this group of people is actually like that. But again, people, some people will not change their minds. The people that will, great. Yeah. I will happily help them more to educate them. But at the end of the day, it's not our job. No. And, and I, I've got to say, taking it on is exhausting. Yeah. The 
fact that I sometimes have to justify my life when other people have no need to do it. And I'm asked to, and I've been asked to my whole life. Well, what is it like? Oh, it must be hard. Oh, tell me about it. Oh, how many times have you been asked to justify being straight? Why are you straight? That's the first time I've been asked. <laughs> exactly. Try living this way, where it's like, it's a 65 it's, years of that. It's, it's, it's not a constant barrage, but I mean, there's very often that sort of thing. Well, you've been asked. You know, you. walking into a room, I've talked about this before, walking into a dinner party and being told, oh, this is Malta, my gay friend. I told you all about him. <laughs> you didn't tell me about any of them you're you're the token gay friend that's why yeah they're like look at my gay friend i i i have gay friends i'm a liberal yeah <laughs> uh, wow. no i mean i i get it I've, I've even asked you i've caught myself doing that sometimes where i'm like what's your experience with that actually yeah but that's yeah, different that's asking what your experience is is different from asking that's true why yeah also, How did you come to that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just walked down the street and the gay bomb fell on me and I had no choice. It was terrible. Oh, that, that glitter just falling out of the air. Yeah. Same as a strip club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. That's, Do they have glitter uh, at strip clubs? Strip clubs? Shocking. I've never been to one. Okay. I know people, like, I'm sure people will not believe me. I've never been to one. I, I have, but it's been so long that I don't remember. Yeah. Or I have, but it's to cater their Christmas party in the morning. Of oh, okay. Never morning. <laughs> Seriously, going going to a strip club, and the strippers are there, and the bartenders there, are there, yeah. and we're catering their Christmas party. So, like, what's the entertainment for them then? Corporate businessmen they just dance. hell. They <laughs> ate and they left. They didn't care. Yeah. I was going to say, do they get like higher corporate businessmen just to sit around talking about, you know, business expenses and shit like that? Yeah. That'd be interesting. They're not going to get a DJ. They got one. They already got one. Um, no, I've never been. Yeah. How do we, this has been a weird podcast. It has been. Cool. It's a weird topic. It is. And it's so, not it's not black or white. It's very gray no. and it's, there's many points to it and we'll probably talk yeah. about it again, but that's all. It's foggy and you get all different areas. So it's cool. There you go. Cool. So guys, just, uh, you know, don't be dicks. That's basic. You didn't have to listen to the 30 minutes before this. That's the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not really fit. I like how we started with the fitness and it just like world topics. Well, it, yeah. And it, it is. World topics is fitness though. It, it flows into fitness everywhere and, uh, and including things like like you know transgender olympic athletes and how they fit in oh and yeah do they fit in and all those huge questions talk about that um, soon you know or the one who's not transgendered who just happens to have a hormonal yeah in yeah. their body and so they produce testosterone that is above the percentage that they're supposed to produce yep. Yeah, exactly. Know, right. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll think, talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So, 
don't be dicks. <laughs> That's there it. There you go. If you guys have any questions, by all means, let us know. Drop them in the comments below. Uh, if you have any specific questions about uh, or topics uh, you want us to discuss, by all means, uh, hit us up. You can see our handles right below us. You can message us or leave it in the comment section. Stay safe, guys. Stay breezy. And don't be dicks. See you later. <laughs>